0: Hey everyone, this is Chris and you're listening to One Cross Radio and today we are joined by the fantastic Becky from Redeemed Otaku. Becky, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me on.
0: No problem. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it was uh, about a month or so ago that I got to be on your podcast and that was yep. so much fun. Um, yep. And I've actually gotten a lot of good feedback from that. Um, nice. And I know you've sent me some, so I have no doubt. I have no doubt that they are not listening because how would they know of me? But uh, from darkness <laughs> to light, thank you for those comments. That was super awesome oh, yeah. to read.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yes, <laughs> they are awesome. I love them.
0: Yeah, that's that's another plug. Uh, so, dear listener, uh, if you haven't checked them out, go check them out. Becky, could you actually tell us a little bit about them because you introduced me to them, uh, but you know them more.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I know them through just you know interactions on Twitter. Um, but I, I believe they first started listening to me and sent me, um, uh, tweeted, tweeted at me or something. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll check out a podcast because I'm always willing to check out, you know, new podcasts. And uh, they gave us a nice shout out. Um, they've also left us some good feedback on iTunes. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's a father-daughter team. And they uh, kind of cover a lot of geeky, nerdy things. Anywhere from comic books, music, movies, anime, Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, you name it, they kind of touch on a lot of it. Um, And they have a really good, of course, since it's a a father-daughter team, they have a really good kind of relationship going. Um, And they're just a lot of fun to listen to. Um, So definitely, definitely recommend them for sure.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that plug for them. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just because you mentioned iTunes, it was based on a podcast I was listening to this morning. I've mentioned uh, Hot Takes with Billy Business before. So dear listener, if you have checked that one out, uh, you'll know that right now it is his mission to get. Uh, The first place when you search Billy Business on iTunes, because there's a real estate podcast that's taking that place right now. So Real estate. So if you can, (laughs) Billy has in no way told me to do this. Um, I'm just, I'm wanting it to happen for him. I want the guy to be successful. Please, Uh if you've listened, go on, rate and review on iTunes so he can take out that that real estate podcast's (laughs) number one place.
1: (laughs) You know, it's funny because... I, when I first started into the podcast realm, my husband was the one who uh, introduced me to it. And he told me, he says, there is a podcast for everything. And that's when I was like, well, there's got to be some podcasts about anime. So I started looking up anime. But that's not the point of my story. The point of my story <laughs> is when I was preparing for my first rice panel at RamenCon, And if any of our listeners have, are familiar with that. I was doing a lot of like reading and research and I found two podcasts that were all about the rice business. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, really, this is a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there is truly a podcast out there for anything.
0: Very accurate. (laughs) And I swear since becoming more involved in doing podcasts, uh, I've Mm -hmm. actually grown to appreciate documentaries more. because mm. like podcasts, there's a documentary for everything. Now, most of the time, I steer clear mm-hmm. of the serious ones because, well, you get a knife of life, life sucking from the news. and uh, mm-hmm. yep. um, But you get stuff like The Toys That Made Us or...
1: Oh, man, that's such a Seriously? great one. I love that so much. Season three just dropped. Yes. Uh,
0: and what I love about that... Oh. What I love about them is... Oh, you've got to check it out. Um, but okay. what I love about them is how it's a... Not just a documentary about the toys, because as much as I love mm-hmm. toys, that could be boring, but they do tie it in with it's also half a documentary about the toy line, but also a documentary about the thing that inspired the toy line. So you're getting a yep, lot and of, the people behind exactly, it.
1: And yeah, you're getting so much yeah. great
0: information um, in season three. There's a Power Rangers episode. And then Ooh. they really do deep dive into like how Haim Saban had been toying with the idea San Lee had and how they really went into the Sentai aspect from Japan, which so much mm-hmm. doesn't get touched on outside of like fan documentaries where it's like friggin' a, right. hey, that's awesome. Like, let's deep dive this yeah. thing. Yeah.
1: Nice. Um,
0: All right, but speaking of diving, let's dive in, shall we? (laughs) So um, this is our a chat with. So I've got a bunch of questions for you. Uh, Oh oh, boy! (laughs) Um, And you know what? You you actually kind of inspired one before my first one. So, uh, what made you decide to jump into podcasting, and how how have you enjoyed it? Like, what draws you to it?
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, before I go into it, I'm hearing a helicopter go over the house. So (laughs) if you want, you can cut this portion out (laughs) or you can just wing it if you want. The the wind always Um, shows
0: up on my end or like the guy, random guy driving a military truck down the street for no reason, always rumbles everything. Sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we live uh, just two blocks from a hospital. So, Mm, you know, the medevac will, will fly over every once in a while. So... Okay, sounds like they, they uh, <laughs> moved on. <laughs> okay, so you, your question was, um, how did I get into... Uh, what was it again?
0: Um, and what is podcasting, it about this that you enjoy right. so okay. much?
1: Okay, so how I got into podcasting. All right, well, as I mentioned earlier, which actually was a great, <laughs> great mention... Uh, my husband mm-hmm. was the one who introduced me to listening to podcasts. And sure enough, I've been a faithful listener of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast since then. So it's probably been going on four, maybe oh, wow. five years now. Um, caution, they do use some foul language, some vulgarity. So just be careful if you decide to listen to them. Um, I'm not giving them my <laughs> full endorsement. But it helps me keep up on um, kind of the anime scene and everything. Um and I like some of their commentary yeah. that they have. But, anyways, that being said, they did an episode, one of their topics was uh, religion and uh, cults kind of uh, highlighted or um, mm-hmm. seen in anime. And so they started going through a couple of anime that talked about religion and philosophy and cults and stuff like that. And um, one of the... One of the uh, podcasters was talking about Jesus being the brother of Lucifer. And I was like, oh, Oh, no. (laughs) So, and obviously he had some background in Mormonism. Um, (laughs) The other two hosts, you know, have no, had no idea anything. So I was kind of lamenting that there wasn't a Christian viewpoint In regards to anime podcasts Um, and when I told that to Tim my husband he's like well why don't you make one and I just was like yeah (laughs) I think I'm gonna do that (laughs) so with a little bit of reading a little bit of YouTube videos and research um, I just bought some basic equipment microphone Figured out that I could use my gaming laptop for the same thing. Downloaded Audacity for free. Yeah, and Audacity. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, got a subscription right to Libsyn, and that's it my is, um, yeah. hosting site. And, uh, yeah, and, and I guess the rest is history. But um, the one thing I do enjoy about it is it's helped me kind of focus my anime viewing and be a little bit more conscientious about it because um, I, I do mm-hmm. take my faith seriously um, and I want to be trained and disciplined in my thinking in regards to theology and what the Bible says and I want to be careful with what I'm taking in from the world um, and from secular sources so it's helped right. kind of train me in that sense, and I, I get when I, when I do a review on a show, um, it's really cool because we get to talk about the gospel, and it is an yeah. awesome thing yeah. to talk about well, the gospel.
0: You've been doing that <laughs> on the episode where it was uh, we were talking Pokemon Origins. I'm like I'm seeing stuff that I wasn't even deliberately yeah. looking for, and that's it's awesome. It's so much yeah. good to do. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another aspect that I don't want to don't want to forget is I get to meet awesome people like you. Oh, thank
0: you. <laughs> so it's been
1: it's been kind of a a nice broadening of my horizons. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some very cool people out there doing a lot of the same stuff that I'm doing in different uh, niches of mm-hmm. geekdom, and it is just cool to be part of that community. So. Thank you for what you do.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) That's a callback to the other episode. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. Wow. Seriously. Thank you. Didn't see that coming. Um, So I actually know on our episode of Redeemed Otaku, you started to share this, but I'm still going to ask you, can -hmm. you share a bit about your testimony?
1: Oh, sure. Okay. So I grew up in the church. Um, conservative, independent, fundamental Baptist, um, very strict standards Um, some would say legalist (laughs) and probably correct in that assessment Um, but I was uh, let's see, I was 18 and I was the good girl Mm -hmm. Um, didn't wear pants didn't smoke, didn't drink, didn't do any of the things that you're not supposed to be doing as a Christian um uh I went soul winning. I had scripture memorized. I've made a couple professions of faith, you know, throughout my, you know, starting young and then kind of preteen. Yeah. Um but I would always kind of depended on my own First off, on my saying the prayer, well, I did say the prayer back when I was 14, <laughs> and then look at all this stuff that I've done, so surely I'm gonna be going to heaven, right, God, right? Um, so, <laughs> uh, when I was 18 in a youth group, uh, the uh, youth pastor was doing a little bit of a highlight every week. Mm-hmm. He, wanted, he wanted to have, uh, volunteers kind of stand in front of the class and this is a group of um, you know 20 maybe 25 teenagers so he wanted volunteers to stand up each week for like what however many weeks um, and give their testimony well immediately me being the proud little Christian girl I raised my hand and yes I'll give my testimony so he set me up you know we had we knew which Sunday we were kind of slotted for but the Sunday before I was to give my testimony one of the other guys gave their test gave his testimony and his was um, kind of a uh, centered around a, a big life event um, like there he had a house fire oh, wow. and there was there was a lot of kind of a uh, life-threatening things that happened and kind of made him realize that he wasn't saved and you know God used that to to call him right. so it was a it was a pretty emotional um, testimony because he was a staple in that youth group so everybody knew him where I was kind of more of like the newcomer I'd only been attending for a couple years so um, a little bit of emotionalism going through and everybody's kind of you know crying and everything and I'm kind of sitting up in the front and yeah I was moved you know but I'm sitting up in the front I'm like okay you know that's a good testimony sure, <laughs> sure uh, <laughs> And the youth pastor got up and was kind of commenting about that, because, again, he was part of that whole ordeal and kind of gathering around this, this family that had this event. And uh, I don't know why he said it. Obviously, the Holy Spirit, I do know why he said it. The Holy Spirit told him to say it, Yeah. Uh, for, for, for lack of a better term. Um, but he said that just because you've been sitting in the pew... Doing all the right things, saying all the right things, doesn't make you saved. You have to realize that you're a sinner in need Mm -hmm. of a savior. And man, (laughs) I have never been so crushed (laughs) under the weight of conviction in my entire life. Um, I just literally wanted to melt into my seat and broke out into a sweat uh, because I knew that that is exactly me. I was living the hypocritical, pharisaical life, stacking up my good works against my sin. You know, because obviously I wasn't a sinner. I I had all these good things that I did. You know, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And I did this and I did that. See, God? Um, So that was a huge moment for me that uh, the Holy Spirit used to show me that, My good works were just filthy rags, filthy rags. So um, the longest hour (laughs) of my life uh, between youth group and, you know, going through the sermon, um, because, you know, I I had to wait till that invitational, you know, the the classic come forward to the altar and get saved. And sure enough, I ran out of that aisle and just begged God to save me and cried out and man, uh, it was, I got a little bit of, um, teased for it because again, I was to give my testimony the week (laughs) after and the youth pastor, you know, of course was very happy for me and everything. And, and, and I appreciate that. But, um, he's like, oh, so you were going to give your testimony You had to make sure you had one, right? (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) such a youth pastor joke. (laughs) Yes.
1: I know. Right. Right. Um, but man, that was it was a moment in time that I will never forget. Um, the Holy Spirit gripped me and gave me new life. And I cried out to God in repentance and faith. And yeah, and I've never been the same. So
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, <laughs> it, I, I think yeah. it's a great story and a great showing of God's grace um, and the grace filled pile drivers and dam breaks that he'll give us. Along the way, in his pursuit oh, yeah. for us. Um,
1: yep, yep.
0: So, uh, the next question is um, When did you start Redeemed Otaku? Wow,
1: well, when did I start Redeemed Otaku? <laughs> <laughs> um, I do believe it was in 2016. Um, I think right our first episode was April, if I remember correctly, April of 2016. Um, and that, at that time, I had a little bit of a different kind of uh, direction that I was going for. Mm. Um, I had my brother-in-law, Jeremy, who is a big anime fan. um, And he's actually working to be a missionary to Japan. So I was was like, dude, you got to do this with me. And, you know, maybe even we can find some support for you or something. And I still want to do that. Um, I still want to be able to support him through... The, the podcast. Um, but I also had my uh, best friend, Angeline, doing it with me because she has a, at that time had a teenage son who was big into anime. And she wasn't terribly familiar with it other than just she knew that I liked it and she knew that her son liked it. So it was kind of bringing in this different perspective of the parent who may right see differently what anime has to present. And here I am coming at it from a Christian perspective, saying, No, anime's not all porn. <laughs> There's yeah. actually some good yeah. stuff out there. <laughs> um so we kinda had a little bit of a different dynamic, a little bit of a different goal set. Um it's changed kind of somewhat since then. Um I still think that it has some value in the sense to pass on to people who might not be familiar with anime. In the sense that they're a parent and they have a, a child, or you know somebody that they're they're yeah. influencing or raising, so I think I could still offer that because that was kind of my goal. Oh, absolutely, but now it's kind of merged more into um, reminding us Christians who are into anime mm-hmm. about the gospel um, and that Jesus is better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, well, thank you for sharing that. And I I definitely think you still can do the thing where it's like, if well, heck, if I knew any parents who were asking, I'd be like, I can point to the Mm -hmm. to you Mm -hmm. and your and the podcast to be like, look, they break it down greatly. And they they show where the gospel is in this. So it's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's like how you can with Hector with faith and fandom mm-hmm. and uh, cardboard coinania with um with board games they got a board game ministry I'm like look if you got any deep questions ask these guys yeah. or any of the number of pastors who do D and D I'm like yeah. we can't we we can't be in the eighty scare anymore there's answers here now
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny because I I I've had some feedback from listeners and I've had a few that aren't Christian um, mm-hmm. so that's actually. Kind of interesting because I wasn't expecting that. Um, some good feedback and and if if someone like that who's never heard the gospel gets to hear the gospel for the first time because of my podcast, bonus. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly.
0: Well, well, that's almost like the prayer, right? Like I know with mine, uh, I I don't go into the gospel stuff as much as you do, uh-huh. um, which has been a fun conviction for me. Mm. <laughs> But it's like, at the same point, I'm still praying like that they will hear something even like God, that God can use it. So yeah, definite bonus. Yeah. Um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When you said the prayer, I thought you meant the Celine Dion, oh andrea bocelli no, is andrea bocelli oh, the prayer <laughs> which we had oh, that man. song at my me and my husband had that song at our wedding so oh, <laughs> it's been a long time since so i thought about that both
0: are awesome it's Celine yeah. and andrea bloody bocelli i'm yeah, definitely gonna rock his christmas album after this so good yeah. uh, <laughs> and yes. then celine dion because yeah. it's also so good she's um, so
1: weird but man she's got some good christmas songs
0: oh <laughs> right. well, she, she's an odd duck but uh, sh- that lady can sing like nobody's yeah. business yeah um uh, yeah. to go on a brief side tangent like i right. loved with deadpool 2 uh-huh. how they had her rocking the the chorus like how oh, they really? had her rocking the theme to the movie it was like her bond theme for the potty superhero flick like or wow. the, but that's she hilarious. was like she was belting it out like it was the titanic theme like it's it's a great song and now i'm like oh man adele's got some competition for a great bond theme
1: that's um, hilarious
0: yeah no it's yeah De- uh, i enjoyed deadpool too but that's a whole different conversation and, <laughs> right. but the theme was bumping and celine was awesome and i, I want another christmas <laughs> album um, <laughs> Oh, All right, funny. so uh, just because th- this this one actually came up after uh, after I posted or reshared the episode, someone's like, "What is otaku?" So oh. for those who don't know, what is otaku?
1: Okay, well, otaku simply means nerd. Um, now when used in Japan, oh, what do you? Laughing at?
0: Sorry, <laughs> anytime anybody just says nerd, I think of the clip. <laughs> um from the simpsons when homer goes to college and he sees the kid w- walk by with the glasses and just from the car he rolls down the window and he's like Nerd! <laughs> sorry it's just anytime oh, time that's that's automatic association um please go on <laughs> okay
1: so when used in in context of japan um it's actually got a very negative connotation. Okay. So if you are called an otaku in Japan, it's like fetishized, fetishized if I can say it. Basically, you have a fetish, almost like a fetish um, for that thing that you're obsessed gotcha. over. Um, typically, so it's it's you don't want to be called an otaku in the Japanese context. Right. In American context, it is a little bit, more lenient like I said kind of more along the lines of just nerd um I kind of waffled back and forth on using the term otaku but then I'm like you know I'm not doing this for a Japanese audience I'm doing this for the American audience um and I kind of want to and that's a it's a great word to describe exactly the fandom Mm -hmm. because any well any fandom but you know the anime fandom they are typically the on the outskirts of or they have been it's becoming a little bit more uh what's the word i'm looking for more accepted more normalized so the the otaku aspect of it um you know the the japanese nerd the the japanophile (laughs) i guess you could say too um yes so I wanted to, to to so that was a great word to use for the English audience that I'm you know that's going to be listening to my show and they'll immediately get what this is all about. Um, so yeah, it's a anime word. Right, right on.
0: Well, <laughs> just, all right, every time. Um, <laughs> thank you for thank you for describing that. And I also think you get away with it because, as you pointed out, in the Japanese context, it, there is that fetishization that's not anywhere mm-hmm. in your episode, so you're definitely good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and anime is... De- I think it even used to be almost, like, beyond those... Uh, beyond the, the Pokemons, the Sailor Moons, and Dragon Ball Zs, like, those few accepted crossovers in the 90s. Someone's going to the hospital. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, beyond <laughs> those, like, it was... You were even more outcast than you would be if you were into comics. Um, but right. now since even nerd itself, nerd used to be an insult, geek used to be an insult. And right. now those are like, those two words are borderline interchangeable. And they're like, yeah. it is the big thing. Uh,
1: you wear it as a badge exactly, of honor Exactly.
0: Yeah. So it's, it, mm-hmm. you, you, you rock it is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> 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 so, um, what are some of your favorite anime?
1: Ooh, okay. So, when I have to fi- choose one anime as my favorite, mm-hmm. okay, quotes favorite because <laughs> um, I, I would have to say Sailor Moon because um, that was one that it, I kind of made me fall in love with anime. Um, when it was serialized here in the states back in the nineties <clears throat> but when it comes to like my top ten, yeah. I have about thirty anime <laughs> that any given day I would tell you they're in my top ten yeah um so i, I just to I guess just to name a few uh Wolf's reign, twelve kingdoms um princess mononoke spirited away noir uh madoka magica and steins gates and probably another 30 more so yeah right there's on, a few right <laughs> uh
0: before i ask the next question i did want to give a shout out a little bit and sometime if you're actually if you're interested i'll once i find out the title I'll send it to you but uh, mm-hmm. my buddy Christian listened to our uh, listened to our episode of your podcast whenever I shared it. Yeah, and then he was like, "Awesome!" He was, he was like, "He's like, that was really interesting." But dude, also they did do an abridged Dragon Ball Z that cuts out like all the fillers. So he's like,
1: yeah. "You gotta
0: you gotta check it out." So I'll find out the title. Dragon Ball.
1: I think it's um. I think it's Kai. Okay. I
0: think Dragon Ball Kai. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Now, now I might check that one out just because. You don't have to watch like 14 episodes of Kamehameha being charged (laughs) or something. Um, Hector, I'm sorry. I don't have your patience, man.
1: (laughs) Uh, One day, if I, uh, this is what I, this is my motto or my my motto, but this is what I, I say I'm going to do. Once I get paid to podcast about anime, then I'll watch One Piece and Dragon Ball Z and all those (laughs) Bleach and long running (laughs) shows that are just way out of my yeah my purview right now so if, yeah
0: if i could ever get paid to watch a podcast or do a podcast then i'd be like all right yo send me something you want me to watch that would be within my comfort of watching because if yeah. you're like hey i want you to review this i'm gonna be like no that's no <laughs> but you get what i mean where it's like all right i'm getting paid yeah. so i got this i'll make the time to do this yeah um yep. Right on. So this is also kind of inspired by the xenomorph I see behind you. Um, yeah. What are some of your favorite non-anime media?
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I did just recently listen to your episode on the Alien franchise yes. and absolutely loved it. Yes. Um, I I do agree with a lot of your opinions about the movies um so i do have to say that the alien and aliens the second one are two of my favorite movies um lord of the rings also awesome. trilogy yeah yep um i'm trying to think of what i have in my library in my uh video library <laughs> uh I love The Lion King, um, even though it's technically anime because it's animation. Uh, <laughs> Listen. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, what else? What else? Um, oh, goodness. Oh, uh, a movie that I can just sit down and rewatch anytime, any place, anywhere is The Fifth Element. Really? I just absolutely adore that movie. Interesting. And I laugh i laugh at the same jokes every time um uh another one that i could watch over and over again is willow Hmm. um yeah i guess that's that's a couple uh
0: i also noticed the jurassic park shirt you're rocking
1: (laughs) yes so this is my um sweatshirt that tim bought me years and years ago before the jurassic world came out so it's a pretty old colors a little <laughs> faded um, but it's the clever yeah. girl and I love I've always loved graphic tees yes. and tees and gear that reflect your mm-hmm. your fandom but I don't necessarily want it to be overt if that's that makes fair. sense like I don't want you know I, I like I love Sailor Moon but give me something that's a little bit more low key um, so I don't need Sailor Moon's face, you know, plastered right on my back or chest or whatever. Um, so this is one of my favorite uh, sweatshirts or, um, to wear because it just says Clever Girl in the text or the font of Jurassic Park. And so it's kind of like yeah. low-key Jurassic yeah. Park, you know. <laughs> I,
0: I definitely so. got that. Um, you can't see it because all you see is the hoodie. Uh, but I'm rocking a Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2099 shirt. Where I'm like, I get Mm -hmm. to share my love of Spidey 2099, but not everybody gets the reference. So then when you do, it's like, I see you, I see you, fan. Uh, It's just like, it's the deep cuts, but then it's like, oh, what's that? And it's like, all right, let's have a story. Um.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I always try to call out whenever I see anybody with any sort of anime fandom t-shirt or something. I'm like, I'm always like, dude, I like your whatever, you know, yeah. your hat, your shirt, your, your whatever. Um, but one of the things, one of the, it reminded me of a story. Yeah, and I'm going to go, gonna for go ahead and share it. But <laughs> so I went to a Bible college, a very small church Bible college. Okay. <laughs> um, and I was, I was a nerd. I was a nerd growing up and I'm still a nerd and I'm unashamedly a nerd. Um, and even in my conservative, independent fundamental baptist you know time I I was still a nerd Mm -hmm. loving graphic tees so at that time you could only buy graphic tees at Suncoast video I don't know if anybody's familiar with that but maybe some of your listeners are but it was a video store and they sold they started selling like gear for nice you know t-shirts and hats and stuff um this was before you had access to like eBay and yeah. hot you know yeah. hot topic wasn't around. You know, so it was kind of like, "Oh my goodness, you can buy t-shirts with your favorite characters on it." Who would have <laughs> thought that was a thing? I thought that yeah. was just for bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I had a um Space Ghost coast to coast t-shirt with Space Ghost, Brack and Zorak. And it was just a small little print, you know, nothing big or anything, not nothing unassuming. And I would wear that down at college. You know, <laughs> in my culottes. And oh man, I was I was a mess. No I'll judgment. Again, uh, I wore
0: torn <laughs> jean shorts <I> <laughs> on top of torn jeans. No judgment.
1: <laughs> I, I don't even understand that. I don't even understand. <laughs> but um the uh the pastor, dean you know whatever he he kind of ran things he came up to me one time and he's like "Miss Becky, what are those <laughs> characters on your t-shirt?" Yeah. And he that's what he sounded like. I can't do of course a male voice, but he had he yeah. always sounded like he had marbles in his voice and we kind of if me and Ben and Tim get together sometimes we <laughs> Osteen comes out but uh <laughs> um and I'm like, "But I said that's Brack and Zorak and Space Ghost." And he's like those, those guys are just too weird. I don't want you wearing that shirt. They're just too weird. <laughs> i yeah, like, aw. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but it, that's kind of always been my thing to wear, you know, graphic tees and, yeah. you know, sport my fandom. And it'll probably never change. I'll be in my 80s and wear probably the same <laughs> well, sweatshirt. That, <laughs> that's the
0: thing I've told my wife. Like, look, if you're ever in doubt of what to get me, here's a list of t-shirts. She's like, you've got too many t-shirts. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's never going to change. Uh, there was a short-lived mm-hmm. uh, CFL expansion into the States in the 90s. Now, I don't care about football. Oh, it's the Canadian C- football f- league. Did- um, yeah, I don't care about... F- okay. Oh, no, no, no. I Although, thought it was like Chick-fil-A uh, They something. just came like, to Toronto. Chick- I'm like, I want to get me some of that <laughs> delicious chicken. Yeah. Um, well, but, uh, there you go. yeah, there you they, go. they expanded into the States. Now I don't care about football. I don't care about Canadian football. I'm just not that much of a sports guy, but there was going to be a team called the Miami manatees and, the, and their logo is a little oh, manatee okay. cradling a football with a helmet. I'm like, yeah, I have to have that on a shirt. That's outstanding. I gotta have, that. <laughs> gotta have that. Um, yeah. no. And that's the thing. Like you got to rock your fandom. You gotta, <laughs> absolutely. Um. Yeah. All right. I know we've got. Yeah. Uh, we're on a little bit of a time crunch, so I'll try to.
1: We got some time. I've oh, got. Okay. It's only eleven here. Oh. It's only 11 oh here, right. So.
0: Oh sorry. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, mm-hmm. I'm thinking my time. Uh. No worries. <laughs> so um, you've you've done some panels at some cons, um, which is yes. which is awesome. Uh, what would you say has been some of the
1: highlights, and what has that experience been like? <sighs> okay so i guess i could start from the beginning so um my nephew is big into anime and he was the one who was like hey there's one in south bend and we live real close to south bend there's one in south bend um that my japanese class because he's in you know learning japanese and all that my nephew yeah so my nephew's pretty cool um he's like there's this there's an anime con in South Bend and we can go. And so my brother Ben at that time, he was not part of the podcast, but he was kind of like, I kind of want to start being part yeah. of it, you know, like really super interested in it, you know, because he started watching some anime because of his son. <laughs> um, So we were like, yeah, let's go to this con and see what it's all about. Man, we had a blast. That was my first anime con. Now I went to, the uh comic con back the chicago comic con oh wow back in like 95 i think it was 94 95 so that was my first con that's got to be
0: a very different thing
1: blew my mind right um so going to this the one that's specifically for anime and of course a much smaller Mm -hmm. venue so much you know less of a uh a crowd just loved it just absolutely loved it and that we we attended a few panels, and that was kind of like, when we did our recap, I was like, I, I want to do a panel. Yeah. I want to do it. You know, I'm doing a podcast. I, I want to do a <laughs> panel. I've never spoken in front of people before, but I want to do yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so we came up with an idea, um, and it's one we've done three times now called Dot to Dot. And it basically... Uh, takes a look at Eastern influence on Western media, so kind of like how we uh, have taken and borrowed a couple things from from
0: mm-hmm. the
1: East, and then we also look at Western uh, influence in Eastern media. <clears throat> so it got to incorporate a lot of um, a lot of stuff that I've already covered in some of my episodes in regards to. Uh, the religious aspect and it also kind of helps me get a little bit of the gospel in there you know (laughs) Um, so that was a great experience my first, you know, the first time we ran it we only had maybe 10 people come in, which is fine completely fine Um, I'm never expecting like a big crowd and honestly if I got got any bigger, if it got much beyond that I would probably freak out, and I did kind of freak out a little bit, um, but it was a good experience because thankfully I had, again, my brother um, who was helping me with it, he de- he helped me. He ran the mm-hmm. slides and kind of put all the slides together where I was more just mm-hmm. the idea person, like, let's do this, and maybe we could do this. and. Um, So I was comfortable working with him because again, that rapport thing, you know, I knew and he actually has, uh, been a pastor in the past, um, and preach. So he's had experience talking and speaking in front of people. So I knew that I could fall on him if I started messing things up or kind of freaking out a little bit, he could jump right in and take it away. Um, so it was a really good experience for me, uh, kind of gave me a confidence boost that I never knew I needed, you know? So, uh, and I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And we got some good feedback from people and it's been growing every year. We've actually had repeat attendees this year, which was awesome. Yep. Which also made me realize that we should probably change things up a little bit to kind of keep it fresh for them. Um, Because if they're going to be coming, then I want to make sure that they enjoy it every time and it's not just the same old material that we're going over. Um, And yeah, so that's the one that we've, that's kind of our uh, one that we've been running for the past three years. Um, We did, so that was one we did one year. And then the next year I was like, I want to do two panels. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just in random talking, actually in our recap of our second. So in our recap of s- s- second attending of Raman but we were talking about, our, you know, presenting the dot to dot panel. Was, we r- randomly were talking about mm-hmm. rice and I was like, Oh, i think tim even said it he's like oh yeah you could like cook rice or something and then we can talk about how rice is in every culture major major staple in every culture and just blew up from there you know so um we've we've done that twice now um serving rice (laughs) or making and serving rice and again something that we kind of ran into this year because we had a second Mm -hmm. we had repeat attendees um that we need to kind of change things up, kind of keep things fresh, do something a little bit different, um, and I hope that they continue to attend because they're gonna get <laughs> so rice afterwards. Get some great <laughs> they get to sample and it, some lunch. Yeah.
0: this is a bangerang idea. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, and I, my my goal is to build relationships because it is a small enough con to mm-hmm. where I can build that little bit of that community, and since it's local. Um, you know, that's really nice because, uh, there, there might be some connections there. Who knows? I don't know, you know, cause it's in South Bend, but there are people coming from mm-hmm. my area, coming from all over, mm-hmm. all over Northern Indiana. Um, so my goal is to have good, clean entertainment, um, um, I'm not shy about my podcast and what we do and Mm -hmm. that I'm a Christian. It's something that I do comment on when I make my presentation. And thankfully I've not had any pushback on that. Um, uh, but I want to be able to build those relationships and look for those opportunities to engage and maybe present the gospel in the future with, uh, some of my, some of my, uh, fans no some some of my fellow otaku I should say some of my fellow otaku
0: (laughs) well that's uh that that's awesome and thank you for sharing and uh heck that's something I'll keep in I'll keep in my prayers for you thank you Um,
1: thank you
0: and I I definitely I definitely share that I would as I was listening to your guys stuff on a panel and then um hector posted stuff from when he was on a panel um i'm just like man that would be a lot of fun i'd love to be on a panel i have no idea what i could yeah. represent because i'm not an expert in anything so anybody who's organizing a con and you need a panel guest who makes self-deprecating jokes i'm your man <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think honestly um you know for for small cons like i you know we we've gone to the uh, anime central in mm-hmm. chicago which is a big one which they're the industry right. okay so they have a lot of the artists and and um creators yeah. and uh publishing studios and things like that so I, I doubt i'll ever be able to get into something like that because um, who am i <laughs> you know um but smaller cons i think um are as far as like panels go any of the other panels we've gone to They've always been like fun, interactive, mm-hmm. get the crowd involved and engaged. And I think you have, I think all it takes is just a fun personality. Oh,
0: well,
1: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and and being able to riff off of somebody else or just riff off your own material.
0: <laughs> just uh, when you're bored, putting a a someone's cutlery in their glass of water for no reason, Matt. <laughs> What? <laughs> I was at a friend's wedding, um, and Matt and Jen, who run Cardboard India, were there. And there was just oh, okay. points where just to mess with Matt because I love Matt, but he's he's just a lot of fun to mess with. And he'll just uh-huh. he'll just take it and let it, like put up with it because uh, uh-huh. you're not being mean. I don't know why, but it just became endlessly entertaining. Whenever I got wow. the chance, I'd pick up his unused cutlery and just drop it in his glass of water, uh-huh. and then I would just laugh hysterically for <laughs> like 10 minutes <laughs> and he's just like what are you doing
1: <laughs> like i laugh at my own jokes I'm hilarious <laughs> yes
0: i did uh when the guys were out here on the weekend i did it to mike and it was very funny but then also mm-hmm. but then also i'm like i'm 32 <laughs> just to, just to share this story before the next no judgment question. <laughs> i did i did yeah. that to mike and then i did it with his fork and i'm just messing with him because Mike and I have known each other since sixth grade. So you're the kind of friends that can give each mm-hmm. other like a lot of grief. So yeah. but he started with the grief right off the bat and he's like, I haven't seen you. So it's all yeah. going to come out. Um, and then <laughs> I just started messing with him throughout the the breakfast slash brunch. I even put like the pepper shaker in his water for no reason.
1: Oh, and no. And then I'm just like, I, "You ruined I had it. to
0: order him a new water and like, can you get a new water? I ruined my friends. <laughs> and then she's just like, <laughs> can you get a new water? His friend gave him cooties and it was
1: awesome. Oh, it was <laughs> yeah. done. It but was done.
0: <laughs> if that's going to entertain you, I'm your guest. Um, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so, sorry for that. Long side tangent. Uh, no, the fine. next question is, uh, there's been some back and forth between us over, over the while, over comments and occasionally on the podcast mm-hmm. about uh, The yeah. Last Jedi. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. with
0: Star Wars Episode Nine right around the corner. Why yep. do you like The Last Jedi?
1: <laughs> okay, so me and my husband are Star Wars fans, okay? Are we... We've not read, like, any of the... Um, Comics or right. the novels or anything like that. So we're not necessarily extended universe fans, right. okay? We've seen, we own the original trilogy. Unfortunately, the remastered, yeah. um, Which not the original, they
0: further edited on Disney Plus. They, yeah. Ugh! Sorry, please go on.
1: I haven't it's, watched it yet. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's, it's a small little thing, but in the in the scene where Han. Uh. Originally shot Greedo first and then Lucas was like, well, no, uh-huh. Greedo shoots first, but he misses. And then they made it a lot closer together. They did it again, yeah, yeah. but then Greedo calls him something unsubtitled and then he misses and you're like, why are you
1: adding more? This is a co- Why? <laughs> Stop I it. Know. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so I guess you could say we're. I. I Casual fans, okay? So we're not, like, avid, diehard fans, right? Though we grew up with the original trilogy. Um, we've seen the first... The prequels, um, for what they're <laughs> worth. Um, and then, so when they started up this new trilogy... So The Force yeah. Awakens, right? The first one. <clears throat> we made it a decision to... Not to only watch the trailer one time and to skip over any sort of Mm. comments or discussion posts, blog posts, videos, theories, you know, all these things. We decided just to stay away from that. So we're going to watch the trailer once as if the Internet did not exist and you only ever saw the trailer one time. (laughs) I know, right? So that way we can go into it fresh without any preconceived ideas about it. Just let's watch the movie and enjoy it. And unfortunately, here's a story for you. Um, We didn't get to see it opening night. We had to wait like three, maybe it was close to a month before we could see it. And if you remember, The Force Awakens has a pretty big spoiler and so for us, it was really difficult because now people are posting about it and what happens yeah. and we're like trying to stay away from it. And we did. We actually stayed away from the spoiler, the big spoiler <laughs> until we go to the theater and we're like, yes, I can't believe we've done it. We don't know what's happening. We know that this is going to be awesome. Something big has happened, but we don't know what it is. So we're going to go in and our routine is get our tickets, go to the bathroom,
0: no. get our popcorn and then go in. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> so Tim didn't tell me this till afterwards, but when he went into the bathroom, uh, a, a young boy unfortunately spoiled right. the big scene for Tim right in the bathroom. Cause he goes in with his dad and he's like, can yeah. you believe that? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know if you want me to spoil it or not. Uh, it's but, been out for over um, two
0: years at this point. It's okay. okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the little boy is like, can you believe that Han Solo died? And Tim said that he was just like his whole spirit just <laughs> like crushed. <Aww. laughs> and he was at first like angry He said, but then he realized, why am I angry at this little boy who loved the movie is in love with the star Wars world enough to where he went and saw it with his dad and, and is talking about it and is excited about it. So he kind of had to do a little bit of an Mm -hmm. attitude check, you know, but that being said, (laughs) so we went into the force awakens and we went into the the last Jedi the same way, like, One trailer watch, no nothing else. We don't know what's going to happen. No spoilers, no preconceived ideas. And we've only watched it that one time in the theater. And we loved it. We enjoyed it. And when people started trashing on it afterwards, we're like, you know what? I don't need that (laughs) negativity in my life. (laughs) We really enjoyed it. So we're going to scroll past <laughs> these haters.
0: Like five uh, episodes of mine.
1: <laughs> 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 so I haven't re I haven't watched it since then. It's been what, two Something years like now? That, yeah. Almost two years. Actually. Yeah. Two years. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. Solo came out, dropped uh-huh. in May. Cause Solo was last of, year. Instead
0: of December, yep. which did it. No, right. Favors. Right.
1: <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah, we we enjoyed it. We've only ever watched it once. Um, I don't know. I might have some complaints going into it a second time, but I still think the uh, I think there's in my mind. I still remember right. enjoying it. So yeah, and that's what we're gonna do with. Um, I don't Rise even know what this Skywalker. one's called. This next one. <laughs> oh, that's right, Rise of Skywalker. And that's what we're doing with this one. We've only ever watched the trailer one time. Um, we're going to go see it, hopefully, without anything being spoiled. That is I, our I intention. promise I won't message and anything on Instagram it. being like, guess what?
0: Mm. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Block. <laughs> Unfriended. Uh,
0: original episode <laughs> pulled down and like... Some a the lawyers <laughs> yeah, contacting exactly. like you're taking down this one too, um, <laughs> like, right? Oh, right. Okay, my bad. Um, <laughs> yep, yep. No. Okay. That, that's that's uh, a that's pretty fair. Um, it was uh, my experience with it was a bit different. Like I went in and the f- uh, oh man that day like I that day I had recorded an episode with um Pastor Daniel from Calvary my old Church. Uh, I left Toronto at two mm-hmm. thirty in the afternoon. And I'm like, great. The showtime's at 6.30. I got plenty of time to get home. There was a snowstorm and, ru- and rush hour traffic. Mm-hmm. So I got back to Hamilton at 6 o'clock. Uh, and then Jill and I had to race uh-huh. to the theater. And when I, when I first got out, it was one of those times recently where it was like, I... I guess I was in a way trying to convince myself I liked it where I'm like, okay, well th- th- there were things I liked and there were things I respected. And at first I was on that stance of like, no, no, everybody's really overreacting. But then it's just as time's gone on mm-hmm. and not, not trying to go into the whole echo chamber and just listen to people rip on movies. Although legit, that's what I do at times. Um, <laughs> Cause I, uh, let, let's be honest, like uh, an entire episode ripping on Jurassic world, Fallen kingdom. Uh, <laughs>
1: That's all right. If I had my druthers, there'd be plenty of anime that I'd be like ripping on. But I don't want to no, isolate no. Well, my <laughs> fan base.
0: <so. laughs> and that's the thing. I'm like, it, it, it's happened enough on my show where it's like, okay, you know what? People are people are going to roll with this. They'll be, they'll be fine with it. Um, so and I just want to record ranting on this. Um, I just want to. And wanna I got write. a microphone. Um, but then I did try. I did try to watch The Last Jedi more. And then it was as I was watching it more, then my issues just became so apparent. So I'm like, all right, maybe in a couple years' mm-hmm. time, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> and once the dust has settled on the, mm-hmm. the current trilogy, uh, and I'm not going to go down this mm-hmm. rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> once, that, once that has settled, like, okay, maybe I can enjoy it for what it is. Uh, we'll see. But uh, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's just been a fun back and forth. I was curious. Um, <laughs> so yeah, all right, yeah. we're on to the last three questions now, dear listener. Uh, as you can tell by the date, Christmas ah. is right around the corner, um, and we are actually after today's episode going to be taking our Christmas break for for a couple weeks. Um, we'll be back in early to mid January. I'm not sure yet, uh, and in that time, just so there's not no content at this point i'm like 90 or so episodes deep so i'm like holy cow i got a library um so i'm going to release some of the early episodes over the break just because i'm not expecting uh (laughs) that's brave of you specific ones there's like one or two where i'm like (laughs) i don't want to listen to this why would anybody want to listen to this um which on a side note if i ever write a book that's going to be the quote i want under it like who in their right mind would read this? Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, so it's um, just so there's still some, I'm going to go back to the earliest episodes because also they didn't have the theme song at the time. So I'm like, oh, man, they're all out of step with, <laughs> with everything. So because continuity and all that, um, right, that's a long winded way of getting to this question. <laughs> so with Christmas just around the corner, can you share why Christmas is important to you? <laughs>
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. um, So growing up, we celebrated Christmas. Um, I remember one year, um, my dad would get a Christmas bonus. And in, in context of Star Wars, um, one of the... When he would get his Christmas bonus, it usually came like right the day before Christmas, right? Christmas Eve. So right. he would go out and buy his, you know, the big Christmas gifts and everything. So, one year I distinctly remember him buying a television, a VCR, and about 20 movies, 20 nice. VHS tapes, and one of them was Star Wars. Yes. Um, so Christmas has been kind of that special time where um we so I grew up in a big family, and there's six of us kids. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Christmas was always that kind of time where, um, again, my dad would get a bonus. Yeah. So we'd have this
0: <laughs> motorcycle,
1: I guess, because it's not 30 degrees outside. we got to have a motorcycle out. Yep. Um, so Christmas time was that kind of that big windfall of that giving, mm-hmm. right? Because growing up at the time that we grew up in there wasn't this go out and buy your kids toys whenever they want it every time they go out shopping you know so we were grew up with just very sparse toys Mm -hmm. you know and we treasured what we had um so christmas was that time where it was like we got new new things and you know this this wonderful time if you've ever watched the christmas story that's kind of like that was it you know you didn't know what you were getting and you got all these new toys and you're hoping you got that one thing that you saw the commercial for yeah. and you know, so it's just it's just awesome. Um I guess as an adult, um we don't have kids, so it's not so much that same feeling of when we grew up, so there's that nostalgia factor that plays into it. Um but as adults uh it is and as christians it is a great time that people are more open Mm -hmm. to talk about Mm -hmm. jesus because even though it has been heavily secularized um, and commercialized there's still that open door of what christmas is Mm -hmm. celebrating Um, whether you are against the Catholic holiday or, not, <laughs> or the Catholic calendar. Um, I know there's some people in the Reformed circles who are strongly against celebrating Christmas uh, because of its yeah. background and and history. <laughs> um, but as Christians, no matter what you, how you feel about Christmas, um, it is a wonderful. Uh, time to have and search for those open doors to share Mm -hmm. the gospel. Um, And as Christians, we should be the ones who are most giving around this time of year. Um, And if that's, if that's kind of what in a nutshell, Christmas is about the Mm -hmm. spirit of giving, then we should be the ones to uh, stand out and exemplify that spirit of giving so yeah i guess in a nutshell that's that's what christmas and it's also a time that we usually go and visit family and you know just enjoy that that time so yeah
0: awesome well Mm -hmm. well thank you so much for sharing that and i think you hit the nail on the head on a number of things so awesome
1: (laughs) (laughs) we did have growing up we did have me and my brother um i have three brothers but i'm i'm my older brother was kind of we were like, you know, arm in arm and things. So, you were friends um, on top yes, of being siblings. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um we uh we would have a little tradition where cuz my mom would buy like small gifts, you know, throughout the month of December to mm-hmm. kind of start accumulating stuff for Christmas, right? And we made it a point that I would find out what some of his gifts were and he would find out what some of my <laughs> gifts were. And then we'd be like, Okay, I'll tell you one of your gifts if you tell me one of mine. Uh, <laughs> so we both of us at least knew what we what one item we were getting for Christmas. And that's always been a, a fun memory for me. So Nice, yeah. nice. <laughs>
0: all right and that uh that is a great one and leads us into our next question um what are some of your favorite christmas specials or christmas movies oh
1: like like movies yeah
0: movies specials it could be friggin episodes like the the office has some outstandingly hilarious christmas (laughs) episodes um last man standing has some really good christmas episodes community does like if I don't know if anime does Christmas specials, but if it did, I'd be like, I'm in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually w- with a slice of life show, they'll sometimes have a Christmas episode, um, but I don't think of anything stands out in my mind. Um, the, uh, some of my favorite Christmas movies, I already mentioned one, A Christmas Story, mm-hmm. which, um, if you know the movie, it happened in the same town that I grew up oh, in. Oh wow. So there's this uh it happened in the Hammond, Indiana mm-hmm. area and the scene where they're going downtown um to go see Santa Claus, that's in downtown Hammond. Oh, wow. So um that's kind of a fun, you know, connection that we had growing up cuz that was a movie that was regional. It was part of the region. Yeah you know, and then when I would talk to people, have you seen a Christmas story? They'd be like, what the heck is a Christmas story? (laughs) It's the greatest movie ever because it happened in my city. Um, (laughs) So, um, that's one of my favorite movies. Um, White Christmas is one of my favorite movies. the The musical with uh, Bing Crosby and Rosemary Clooney. Jill's
0: um, gotten me into that one, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very singable, oh, yeah. very singable. And no, so, whenever and our no family gets together, whatsoever. so it's
1: no racism, but a lot yeah, of misogyny. Yeah, that's fair. So that's I, fair.
0: <laughs> there, there is a bit of a trade off there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, little a little bit. bit.
1: <laughs> um, but it's a product yeah. of its time, and you know, I still love it. Um. So, and any, any time any of us siblings get together, no matter the time of year, one of us breaks out in that song, any of the songs, you know, everybody starts yeah. singing it. So that's, that's a fun one. Um, I think those are the two, my husband would say, uh, oh shoot. <laughs> what's that name? It's a wonderful life. I've never seen it and that's his favorite movie and he razzes about me every (laughs) razzes on me every year for not watching it so i'm probably gonna have to watch it this year since we're going to go see his family this year um so yeah that's one of his favorite movies um i love the uh i andy williams here you go Andy Williams was my first crush, <laughs> as a twelve-year-old girl. Uh Andy Williams, his Christmas albums—I would listen to them all year long, because I loved Andy Williams so much. That's me with Andrea um, Bocelli. So I'll Christmas break album. out.
0: It's year round. Yes.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> So I'll listen to Andy Williams' um, Christmas album. I actually will probably be putting them in my car now (laughs) that we're talking about. I'm like, ah, it is that time of year. Can break that out. Um, so yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that's all.
0: Right on, right Mm -hmm. on. Uh I'm gonna share some of mine just because. Well, why not? It's my show. Yes. Um. (laughs) So, uh, for me, it's it varies, and it also depends. Like, there's certain staples. Um like of course Charlotte brown's christmas uh christmas time Mm. is here and just Mm -hmm. all the gloomy part of it but it's still got Mm -hmm. a heartwarming center um there's one that not many people know it was based on a book and then got made into a tv movie and starred i can't remember the actress's name but she played hot lips a hula from mash um it was the greatest christmas pageant ever that was one that Mm. um aired on pbs back in the 90s uh, my aunt recorded it so we as a family would watch it together every christmas as we decorated the tree at my aunt's house so it's got that nice, nice. heartwarming thing um yeah. the muppet uh the muppet family christmas oh, where it also muppet
1: christmas carol is good
0: too. oh yeah sorry but no 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 no, no no no. It. It's, it's fine it's <laughs> fine uh i i give the edge out to the muppet family christmas just because it weaves in the sesame street characters it's also uh-huh. like legitimately funny the swedish chef sees big bird and starts instantly trying to figure out how he's gonna <laughs> kill him and carve him as turkey uh it <laughs> weaves in the muppet babies and fraggle rock so you're like oh my gosh nice. It it uh-huh. avengers like but with the muppets back in the day uh-huh. um uh-huh. and then ones i've just found recently where you're like this is so bad but so much fun um there was a power rangers christmas special that is, ah. that is truly terrible, but a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> it's called Alpha's Magical Christmas. And the whole time, he's just upset that he can't spend Christmas with the Rangers because they're off saving the world. But then it's uh-huh. a robot singing songs about his faith in Jesus to a bunch of random no kids with random kids in the command center. <laughs> Are you serious? It's, it's on YouTube. <gasps> Look it up. You're just like...
1: I am. Um, that is it's hilarious. Just like, this
0: is... Wonderful. It's bad, but the right kind of bad. Um, yeah, yeah. It's so bad, it's yeah. good. But then, too, uh-huh. uh, I'll make the argument that they're Christmas movies, although not the traditional kind. And then I'll wrap it up mm-hmm. um, with mm-hmm. one after. But Die Hard, I watch Die Hard every single Christmas yeah. Eve. Uh, that's yeah. my tradition, because it is a Christmas movie. Fight me. Um, uh-huh. And it's just so good. <laughs> but then also, Batman Returns. Um, it's a great movie mm-hmm. in its own right, but it, re- for whatever reason, at times I do appreciate just like, as much as I love Christmas for how bright and loving it is, um, mm-hmm. it's a dark take on it. But without like the cynicism, or like without the like sure. we're diving into the material and everybody sucks. It's like no, it's a dark superhero movie, but with like dark versions of Christmas themes. It's wonderful. Uh, it's a messed up movie. Its first 10 minutes are so macabre and awesome and terrible. I love it. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Batman Returns is outstanding. Um, but then, of course, I got to include Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2 is so good. I will take it... Oh, the I second I will take one? it over Home Alone 1 any day of the week. Well, really? I mean, like... Because he's in New yeah, York, isn't but he? But also, I okay. mean, like... Look, let, let, for me, let's call a spade a spade. If I'm watching these movies, I'm not watching it for the story. Uh, like, the first one mm-hmm. is 90% the worst family ever. And then the last 20 <laughs> minutes is the stuff you're there for. So, yeah. Home Alone 2, you still get the worst family ever. Just uh. more worse because they learned nothing. And then, <laughs> but then the pacing is so much better because they throw in a lot more gags. And mm-hmm. it's not just confined to the last 20 minutes. And then the gags are even more ridiculous, <laughs> which is a comedy trope where, like, we got to go bigger. But in this case, it huh. works. Where uh, I'm like, I I quote Home Alone 2 so much more than one. So, yeah, I, I, I prefer two over one. Right, um, right. Home Alone 2 is awesome. Nice. <laughs> all right. So uh, that that is our show today. So, um, Becky, where can people
1: find you? All right. Well, <laughs> um, if you have iTunes you can subscribe to us on iTunes most if you don't have iTunes most podcatchers will pick us up because they actually pull from iTunes Um, but if you can't find us on your podcatcher you can uh, find us at redeemedotaku.lipson.com. we do have a website redeemedotaku.com it needs a little work but you can also listen to the episodes from there Um, and we're on Twitter Facebook instagram and on youtube although the youtube we do something a little bit different we don't necessarily post specifically about anime although i did put up an episode a a couple episodes up there um but we're trying to just do a little bit different something different with the youtube video our youtube channel but i think that pretty much covers it if you just search redeemed otaku on any of the social media major social media sites you're going to find us because we're the only ones with that name (laughs) it it makes
0: it easy you're not competing yes. with uh you're not competing with a real estate podcast <laughs> yeah
1: exactly
0: <laughs> oh poor billy um, <laughs> all right well becky thank you so much for joining us today it's been a, a, a oh, total pleasure and a blast
1: thank you for having me on no problem we'll, i've enjoyed it we
0: got to do this again sometime on either uh, yeah, or shows, sure. uh or both yeah um yeah all right any last words um or final words. How do I say this non cryptically?
1: <laughs> hmm i don't i don't have anything all right. i don't know all right. That's fair. That's fair. I, don't have, I don't have any words of wisdom <laughs> <laughs> watch anime uh anime is cool but jesus is better there you there go there we go <laughs>
0: awesome all right well uh, dear listener thank you so much for listening um and thank you for all your support of one cross radio i've really appreciated the feedback uh please do check out uh becky and redeemed otaku um they are well worth a listen and always have a fun atmosphere um, even to me, who's I'm not really into anime all that much, but I love going to the podcast cause they'll share some stuff that's interesting, but they have a great way of presenting it. That's their own. It's a different, it's a different show. Their personalities shine through and it's, it's a blast to listen to. I'm totally putting Becky on the spot cause she had no idea this was coming. Um, <laughs> and it's always awkward when you hear people compliment you like crazy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, check them out and uh hope you enjoyed today's episode. Can't wait to see you in the new year. Have a very merry Christmas, a happy new year and God bless my friends. Take care. Bye. Peace.